Last time our adventurers, Samur, Tien, Agda, and Fifth, were hired to find some missing children. Along the road, they found an empty dress that did not have an owner, and they followed the trail into the wilderness. So you guys uh, go ahead, you get on the trail, and you are making your way down into the forest, and you get a little bit deeper, and everything seems pretty calm and quiet. You pass a deer who looks like a fresh kill, and whatever this thing is, it has been eating it. Looking around, using your survival skills, you can tell that it's kind of like several teeth, long pointed teeth. In fact, Agda, you know that this is not the bite of a werewolf. Children's teeth. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it, I would say something sort of with a narrower, longer snout, and rather than many sharp teeth, kind of just a few long pointed teeth that killed this and then was tearing sort of chunks of flesh off the deer to eat. And as you move further, you guys come to the, you can hear in the distance, a stream. And when you come to the edge of this stream, there is a woman who is wearing a slip and she is elf with blonde hair and green eyes. And she is covered in blood <laughs> sort of around her face and, and dripping down her neck that looks dried. And she is crying by the bank of this river. And she does not seem to notice you when you first enter. I know what I would do, but... You guys also probably know what I might do. <laughs> what is the the weather like? Are we sort of are we in spring and summer, or are we more in the sort of fall or winter? So you, at the moment, are in the summer. Okay, okay we'll so say. she's not going to yeah. be freezing or anything. No, no, yeah. Not in a slip in fall. No, no. Just to be careful, because things are ominous right now, I'm concerned for her. However, I'm concerned for us. I'm concerned for Agda, who I know is uh, <laughs> probably concerned about himself as well. I'm going to pull out my two hand crossbows and kind of not, you know, throw them right up facing her, but I'm going to hold them to my side just in case things start to get hairy so <laughs> just in case nice and nice call two hand crossbows yeah i thought it was cool what an awesome cool. Not, sailor type character we better not let it go that you either purposefully or unintentionally just said things get hairy yeah <laughs> thank you okay. thank you for noticing <laughs> didn't want, uh, didn't want to let that one go i, 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 I was like all I right whatever <laughs> guess it's not that funny <laughs> i'm sorry okay so this woman is there sam has Two crossbows drawn at the moment. Does anybody else want to do anything? I squint at the trees. <laughs> <laughs> Still worried about the trees. <laughs> I'd also like to draw my star lance and hold it at the ready and kind of start approaching her. Excellent, excellent. Tian, go ahead and make a perception check. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> I told you guys the trees were after us. <laughs> They're all evil ends. Perception. Eleven. Great. Why, could, why couldn't math. it be acrobatics? I'm really good at that. I just <laughs> Well, that's good to know. You can just <laughs> climb the tree and see what's up there when you get there. Yeah, yeah. So looks like everything's fine from the, the tree perspective. Fifth, 
you draw your rifle and are headed toward her. And as you get closer, you're approaching her from behind, you can see that on her shoulder is what appear to be two large scars, as if something with two large teeth had bit at least the back of her shoulder. But it, it almost looks old, like it healed up a long time ago. Right. How, how long ago? Side question, completely unrelated. Neil, <laughs> how long ago did you change from being a wear thing back? I don't know. I hadn't thought of that. <laughs> I will say, I will say it's been a, been a while though. Been a while, but it's still something that is, plagues me. So I say it's been over twenty years. Gotcha. And Neil, this is a decision that's up to you. Was your transformation related to the Brotherhood of the Moon at all? Yes. Okay. And that is that is why I am so far from home and in this area. Ooh, like they. It's like a foreign recruitment. They turned you into a werewolf and then brought them up to their home base. Nice. Okay. Jerks. (laughs) So that's that's what's going on right now. Excuse me, madam. This is a lovely day, is it not? And she turns around and looks very surprised and sort of tries to dry her her eyes. And then touches, while she's doing that, touches her, her face and her neck. And remembers that she's covered in dried blood, and says, "Oh, uh, y- yes, it's a it's a very nice day." And she sort of starts backing up towards the stream, and she says, "Are you? What are you? Because there's not a lot of ASMR around." <laughs> she seems to momentarily almost uh, lose herself in the wonderment of this strange being before her. Before she she begins looking left and right. She looks in your eyes and she hears the beetles. <laughs> <laughs> and I assume the rest of you are pretty visible? Yeah, I'm not trying yeah. to hide. I'm, no. uh, okay. I'm not trying to hold my, my crossbows up either gotcha. and make myself look threatening. But <laughs> I mean, it's pretty hard, I would guess, for you to not look threatening with two crossbows <laughs> yeah, and your gold, so. <laughs> gold dragonborn self. But yeah. she can tell that you're not, you don't have them, like, leveled at her, right? I've got, like, a smile going on. Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, can, I, can I try and persuade her that, that we're not a threat? Sure, make a persuasion. I'm a fighter. <laughs> I rolled it at two plus three. Gotcha. I think, I think uh, you got to role play that. <laughs> yeah. You're a fighter. Yeah, so Hello, w- don't be scared. I'm a fighter. And this is, this is Fluffy Cloud Guy, and that's Aggie, and that's Samantha. <laughs> so she, uh, she keeps backing up and says, I... Uh, uh, you're with them, aren't you? You're with them. I can't... Oh, no. I don't... No, no, it's fine. We, we came from a mill or an inn. An inn with a mill? There was a saw. There was blood everywhere. I, like, totally destroyed a woman that was a wolf. It was fine. <laughs> when you say that about totally destroying the woman who was a wolf, she goes wide-eyed and she says, I didn't mean... I didn't mean to... I didn't mean to, it wasn't, it's not my fault. I didn't choose. I'm not with them. I'm not with them. Are you with- Calm down. Tell us what happened. All right. So make a persuasion check there for me. All right. I'm going to use my inspiration point. Excellent. (laughs) I want to know. What a waste. (laughs) (laughs) I got a nine. Nice. So you had sad vantage. Uh, (laughs) It would have been worse if I didn't, so... She sort of looks left and right 
and makes a break for it, trying to run across the stream. As she does, two were-rats drop out of the trees. I knew oh, it! Oh, goodness. <laughs> <laughs> the trees! You knew it, but you didn't see it. And by rats, he really means squirrels. <laughs> they are humanoid-sized, medium-sized rats that are bipedal. They're sort of anthropomorphized, right? They're white with red eyes. Uh, they have these long snouts. They have these big, naked, pink tails that hang off of them. They are wielding short swords as they come flying at you. Uh, so everybody roll initiative. All right. Who got above a 20? Yes. Oh, great. I, What'd you get? I got 18 plus 4, which is maths. 10 is it? 22. Anybody get above a 15? Yes. Yes. Okay, what'd you guys get? 16. Okay. 17. Nice. Me, 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 17. <laughs> <laughs> That's um. what happens when I be polite and let you go first. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and Neil, what did you get? Uh, James, you should go ahead and write down every other person involved. Uh, I have a two. Nice. nice. Okay. So, Tian, you are going first. I want to try an acrobatics over the head of one of them and then stab them in the back with the scimitar. All right, go ahead and make an acrobatics check. Uh, we'll <laughs> we'll set the DC for acrobaticsing over the head. Uh, quite <laughs> technical. Yeah, term. yeah. We'll set that. We'll, we'll we'll say that that is difficult. So yep. we'll set the DC at 15. But if you do it, you will have advantage for your crafty flipping. Fantastic. Okay. Behave dice. Yes. 13 plus 7. All right, excellent. So you dramatically flip over the head of this thing. You have advantage on your attack rolls against it. And might I ask, what weapon are you wielding? I am wielding a short sword. Is it magical at all? It is not. Okay. I do not need magical items, for I am a fighter. Gotcha. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So rolling... Two D20s. So both of them rolled a two. Okay, so that's your first attack, right? Because you had advantage. So go ahead and make your second attack. And this will also have advantage. 13 and 8. 13. So the 13 does hit. Yay! So go ahead and roll damage. Seven. Okay. So you notice that your weapon does not have full effect against this thing. So it turns and it hisses at you. I hiss back. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But you do do a small amount of damage for you are a fighter. Sam, it is your turn. So Sam kind of, once she books it, he raises his crossbows like at first and then kind of shakes it off like he's not going to just shoot her. So he he turns to his group quickly and he just says, I'll catch her. And he starts booking it. He's going to run as fast as he can towards this woman. And as he's running, he's putting away his crossbows and he's drawing a net. Nice. Let me know when I am close enough to use such a net. (laughs) So what we'll say is uh, because she really just started moving and has not gotten that far, that you are able to catch her. You are going to pass by the the were-rats. So one of them will get to make an opportunity attack against you. All right. But you will be able to catch up to her and use your net. What is your armor class? My armor class is a 16. Ah, okay. So one of them just barely jabs its short sword uh, and uh, and pokes you. Uh, You take five damage, uh, piercing damage, as you run past 
towards her um, as you feel a small prick in your buttock. Was that a bite? <laughs> I hope that wasn't a bite. <laughs> and you do catch up to her if you would like to use your net. I would, I would. Okay. okay. Nice. Okay, so I rolled a 19, which it's a net, uh, so it doesn't matter, but that for me is a crit. <laughs> nice. That's awesome. Okay. So she's definitely netted, right. since a crit Fantastic. always hits. And she's in the net, and she starts scrambling and stuff. Fifth, it is your turn. Fifth is going to take a knee, and uh, with brandishing the Star Lance, he's going to say, Tien, careful! And he's going to start firing at these were-rats. Nice. My first attack is going to be at the one that is not being confronted by Tien. Excellent. My first attack was in the air. As a, as a warning shot. <laughs> yeah, you got to give him that. Got to give him that. Yeah, exactly. And my second shot will hopefully be in their general direction. Does a 22 hit? Yes, it does. Do I get a bonus to damage? So you get your dexterity modifier. I do yes. get my dexterity modifier. That's famous. <laughs> Seven radiant damage. Oh, okay. Great, 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 great. Can I use my action surge to go ahead and give him another go? Yes, and this radiant damage does seem to completely have its full effect against the were-rat as it would anyone else. Well done. And my action surge was another warning. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> so as an action surge, you get to take your full action again, which means you get to make two attacks. Oh, right, again. right. Oh, <laughs> Being a fighter is... Is sure is great, Tien. Right? <laughs> That's awesome. It is the best. <laughs> That's another 22. That's a hit. Put this guy down. This is fun. Uh, <laughs> nine. Nine radiant damage. He is not looking great and is, in fact, even more enraged as he comes on and prepares to make a short sword attack against you, which is a critical hit. Uh-oh. <laughs> it's a night of 20. <laughs> yes. Eight piercing damage as the rat gets you right in the stomach. And then it pulls back and tries to bite you. What is your armor class, Fifth? I'm assuming because I'm not holding my shield at the moment, it would be a 16? It would be, which is a miss. Fantastic. Yes. He snaps, but can't pierce through your armor with his bite. And now it just looks like an awkward makeout session as his mouth is kind of... <sighs> On you. <laughs> uh, this is unusual even for me. <laughs> the other rat who is fighting Tian turns and attempts to bite Tian. Tian, what is your AC? 15. All right. So the rat misses you too uh, <laughs> as you get your short sword up to block. And then it does also miss you with its short sword thrust as it goes against you. Then the woman goes. She is in your net, Mitch. And you can see, as she's struggling and getting frustrated, her eyes start to turn red. Uh-oh. <laughs> and then she goes, no, no, no! And she sort of kind of gets it back under control, but is still struggling throughout. And I echo her, and I, no, no, no! <laughs> yes, you absolutely can. <laughs> I knew can. this uh, was going to happen. Go ahead and make an intimidation check. <laughs> that would be a 12. Okay, excellent. You seem to help her out in keeping the beast at bay. Nice. And she seems to, like, get calm a little bit. Agda, it is your turn, and I am very interested to see what you have to say about all this. 
I am torn. Yeah, I think that given the role that I would normally play in this group, I'll go ahead and cast Bless on all three of my compatriots. Oh, thanks, dude. Excellent. <laughs> Where was that before? <laughs> well, it was down here at initiative number two. So. so Bless allows you all, whenever you make an attack roll, you add an extra D4 into awesome. in addition to all the other things you would normally add to it. And also saving throws. But I'm going to use my movement to head towards the woman, okay. not the were-rats. Great, great. So we're back up. Tian, it is your turn. I am going to try and attack one of the werats again. The same one. Okay. Swing once. Three. Miss. And 17. Is a hit. Fantastic. Take him down. Roll. <laughs> Two. <laughs> Plus your four, is that right? Yes. Okay, gotcha. All right, so again, this werat, you're scratching him a little bit. Sam, it is your turn. Sam starts to quickly approach this woman. He pulls out a pair of manacles, and he would like to try and not put it on her hands, but on her feet while she's in the net. You can make a strength check with advantage okay because she's in the net so she's restrained it's it's pretty gonna be pretty easy for you uh someone of your stature is this something with that bless effects i don't know if it stacks with advantage yeah we'll say we'll say we'll say that it affects this okay yeah and it does it does stack with it so not a nat 20 but a 20 excellent so you right away chink the manacles on her and she looks down at you and is doesn't really know what to make of the situation at the moment. It's for your own protection. And she says, are you going to kill me? No, of course not. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fifth, it is your turn. He is too close for me to shoot him, so I am going to bump him off me with the butt of the Star Lance. Gotcha. So that's a 16. Okay, that hits. What do we want to say the damage would be for hitting him with the butt of the rifle? Uh, if you're using the butt of your rifle, yeah, and you're proficient with your rifle, right? Yes. Yeah, why don't we say it does a D6 of bludgeoning damage? Ooh, dizzy, dizzy dino, here we come. That's a six total. Okay, you hit him. Would he stagger back, or would I have to keep bludgeoning him? We can say in lieu of damage, you could push him back if you Oh, want. then yes, I will definitely push him back, and then... Okay, great. And then you're going to shoot him in the face. And then I will shoot him, yeah. I'm kind of thinking I'm muzzling him, and then... Yeah, like... And exactly. you're hitting him in the face, exactly. and Exactly. That is a 21. Nice. That definitely hits. Nine. Oh, nice. All right, he's looking real terrible. In fact, he's looking so bad that on his turn, he is going to take a double move away from everyone to try to get away as quickly as he can. The other Were-Rat, of course, is locked in battle with one of the greatest fighters he has ever (laughs) known and is going to turn and attack Tian. Tian, for the first short sword, swings too high over your head followed by a snapping bite, which is just close enough to your face, but you swing back in time to miss the jaws. On her turn, she'll calm down. She's gonna look at, see that your friends are sort of fighting these other people. She's gonna look at Sam and say, I need your help, I didn't want this, I didn't want this. And then Agda, it is your turn. 
after she said that she doesn't want it, I'll definitely say no one ever does. <laughs> no one ever does. <laughs> Let's see. <laughs> I would love to, if possible, cast Guiding Bolt at the one that is trying to run away. Sure. Gotta kill them all. It's a very, very dark version right. of Pokemon. <laughs> uh, so I got a 20. Nice, nice. Total. Sorry, not, not natural. Definitely a hit still. The target takes 4d6 radiant damage. Wow, we are throwing out this Starfire. Essentially, I tell her that like no one ever wants to be this way. Then I turn around and notice it's running, and I just shout no, cast Guiding Bolt, and hit it square in the back. And given how much damage it's going to be, I can see it being quite gory, and then it just falls. It does. It does, yes. It falls to the ground, and it is definitely dead. There's no doubt about it as it transitions back into the form of of a young elf man. How young? He looks to be, well, you know, it's always hard to tell with elves. <laughs> so it's anywhere between the ages of 20 or 80. It's anywhere from the ages of birth to death. <laughs> right, yeah, exactly, exactly. Then it is, we're back up to Tian. I've still got one in front of me, or was that the one You do, away? yeah, there's still one in front of you. Okay, he looks barely scratched by your attacks. Well, that's not going to stop me now, and it's never stopped me before. I attack again. <laughs> because you're a fighter. Because I'm a fighter. <laughs> oh, plus seven. That hits. Yay. Do I roll the second attack, or do I go for damage first? It's up to you. I will roll a second one. Three. Okay. But don't forget your uh, d4. Yeah, your d4 for, for bless. Ooh. One. All right. <laughs> of course it is. So that is not going to do it. But we're close. We're close. So roll damage for your first attack. All right. Rolling damage. Nine. All right. He's still, like I said, these, these non-magical, non-silver attacks, which you, of course, would know since you're traveling with a former lycanthrope. You know, silvered weapons are, are the best. Do but, I have any uh, silver coins on me? Uh, you probably would have silvered coins on you. Oh, put them in between your knuckles. Oh my Ooh, God. That'd be great. Okay, yeah, no, I would death. do that. I was just going to throw them at his face, but yeah. <laughs> that. But that's a better uh, idea. Sam, it is your turn. So I get down and what does she say? Don't kill me or help me? Yeah, she she asked you not to kill yeah, me. Yeah, and, and I just say, <laughs> we will not be killing you today. Just cooperate. We're here for the children. That's not terrifying. Uh, yeah. <laughs> We're here for the Sam children. Sam means it in the best way you. that he can mean it. Everything he says sounds terrifying, and everything I say sounds weird. We're a great team. Um, he'll pull out his two crossbows again, and he will try to hit that where we're at. Double uh, bolt. Double bolt. Nice. So I'll use my bonus action. Double bolt all the way across the sky. <laughs> the first hit is an 11, probably not a hit. The second is over 20, 21. Nice, that is a hit. To the 11, did you add your D4 for being blessed? I did not. Because it would bring you up to 12. Perfect, which is what perfect. You need to hit. Two bolts going out, one doing five damage, one doing three damage. So again, your bolts seem to have an effect, but it seems not as great as it would Not be. that good, yep. Death by a Thousand Paper Cuts. <laughs> My favorite game. Fifth, it is your turn. As a close quarters fighter, shooter, excuse me, I have like all these advantages and, and, and lack of disadvantages for shooting in tiny places and small holes and around corners and nonsense. Oh, gotcha. Would that help me if I'm shooting into hand-to-hand -hand since I'm kind of, 
Imagine I'm behind, I'm looking at the back of the were-rat with Tien on the other side. Yeah, because he flipped over, right? There's actually right. no penalty yes, for shooting into melee okay. in 5th edition, at least by the way I play. And your close quarters fighter, just so you know, would allow you to attack someone at point blank. Oh, so then I didn't need to hit him with my rifle and I could have just shot him. You could. Hey, it looked real cool. But it, we all yeah, liked it. Yeah, I was going to say, but it looked awesome. Yeah, it did look so. and I And I hope the fan artists out there remember. <laughs> it is canon okay. now, so. <laughs> all right, so I'm going to go ahead and, and take my two shots plus my bless at the uh, at TN sparring partner. Excellent. My lowest roll was a 22. Nice. So that's two hits. Well done. Yep, both hit. So two damages is going to be 10 total. That seems to be the most effective hit on this where rat yet. He is going to take a final swing at Tien and miss dramatically. Man, I cannot roll uh, above uh, a 10 uh, against you. No Tien. one's changing um. today. <laughs> <laughs> and he is then going to make a break for it himself. So, Tien, you get an opportunity attack against him. I will attack him opportunistically. With that sharp coin we were talking about before. <laughs> yes. Can I do that? Can I, can I just pull that out of my so pocket? Awesome. So you want to pull out a coin and try to, like, swipe it across his face? Shove it in his like, eye. Yeah, pull out a coin and just put it between my first two knuckles. You know what? It's cool, so I'm going to let you do it. <laughs> And even though even though you shouldn't punch with your thumb inside your fist, I'm going to put my thumb in behind them just to hold the coin out so that it doesn't push back in and just of get Of course. Lost. Well, that's, I mean, that's halfling physiology allows you to well, do that. Yeah. A human shouldn't do that. But, no, right. no, it has nothing to do with the fact that it is a halfling. It has everything to do with the fact that he is a fighter. <laughs> fighter. Exactly. If I break my thumb, it doesn't matter so long as I get to fight. And so I swing my fist with the silver coin at the creature as it tries to get away. I hope this is the killing blow. Oh <laughs> it my would be so, no idea. so you would get to add your normal plus seven to this. Okay. Seventeen. Excellent. That's a hit. Yes! Come on. And we'll say that as you swing your fist, you actually bury yeah. uh, the silver in its skull. The coin disappears. You turn him into a piggy bank as he falls to the ground, dead at your feet. So that is the end of combat. What does he transform into? He is also an elf man. This one uh, appears to be a young man again. We'll say quote unquote young, but definitely an adult. Okay. No children as of yet. No children. No children. Okay, good. And the woman is screaming and crying. <laughs> she looks at all of you dumbfounded, but she does begin to calm down. I'll take the net off of her. Before I do that, I'll reload one of my crossbows <laughs> and have it in my hand, but I'll take it off of her, and I'm not going to point it at her, and I'll just be like, easy. I'm taking it off. Calm down, and I'll put the net away. Don't try and run. And I point down to the manacles. It's not going to turn out well for you. <laughs> she looks and she nods and she says, I hope if I do change that you put me down like you put them down. <laughs> oh, dark. <laughs> Can uh, do. Inspiration for you for that. <laughs> <laughs> the coin that I buried in the head. <laughs> you want that back? Can I see that? Can I just like... That's get a good the, trophy. The, get the blade in there and just try and kind of jimmy the coin out? <laughs> Sure, Fantastic. sure. We'll say, why not? <laughs> Fifth is uh, putting away the Star Lance, and he's going to pull his water skin and say, would the young lady like a drink, perhaps? 
She's weeping from her face. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. She reaches out and she nods towards you. Go ahead and give yourself inspiration for <laughs> hitting on this woman who is a non-ASMR. Uh, <laughs> so, so she reaches out and she takes a drink from your flask and then uses some of the water to kind of clean the, the blood off of her own face. Looks at you and, and she says, thank you so much. Uh, I I knew that they were watching me. They've they've been chasing me for miles now, for days even. Who has been chasing you? And as I ask her that, I'll try to make her feel comfortable and like we're not a threat. I'll take my cloak off and I'll put it around her, even though it's not really cold. Sure. Yeah, you're trying to help her cover up, help her feel secure. She does. She seems to like let out a a deep breath, and she's still obviously on the verge of panic, but she's not completely panicked anymore. And she says, uh, I was I was staying at the Dromadas Inn. And so the Dromadas Inn, you as adventurers who have probably traveled on this road before, would know. I hate that. <laughs> <laughs> it is an inn that is, is along this road, and it's kind of a, a nice halfway point between the cities where a, a lot of people stay. They have places for horses and and they are a huge inn inside they have lots of rooms lots of tables they service lots of people at once and they are known for a few things one they have an amazing selection of dried meats they don't keep a lot of fresh meat there and the reason they don't keep a ton of fresh meat is because they actually the inn is kept warm in the winter time and unfortunately also in the summer by these tubes, think of them as chimneys that kind of come up through the basement and then on the ground level, they have lava that they sort of redirect from the Earth's core all the way up. You know, there's some volcanic activity in the area, so they use this magma to sort of power and heat the inn. And because of that, they can't really keep anything that would spoil in heat. So they keep a lot of dried meats. They have a lot of selections. They've started importing exotic meats from the continent across the seas, Verda. And they are also known for their famous liquor selection. They do a great job importing liquors from all over the world and have some, you know, rare varieties that other places don't have. They kind of make themselves a place to look forward to staying on a long journey between two places. So she says, I was staying at the Dromedas Inn and everything was fine. And then I woke up in the middle of the night and one of those things, and she points to the bodies, was gnawing on my shoulder. And I, I pushed it off of me and I ran as fast as I could into the night. And uh, for the last three days, they have been following me around these woods a and watching and waiting. Whenever they got close, I would flee but they never seemed to want to do me any more harm. And now I think I figured out why. Uh, they were probably going to persuade me to join whatever sick little band they're part of. I kind of lean in close and I kind of, not say in a threatening way, but just like look at her and I'm just like, are you sure that you haven't already joined? You seem to almost transform into something there for a little while. I have turned uh, for the first time last night. 
the moon was full, and uh, I wasn't able to control it. Uh, I turned, and uh, I did feast upon the flesh of a deer. Uh, I don't think I did harm to anyone else. Ah, so we find your dress. <laughs> <laughs> You had better smell her. You had smelled her before you made that deduction, I'm sure. Yes, she does smell similar to the dress. She looks kind of weird at that, and she says, Oh, yes, Uh, hopefully I can find a new one. That one was in quite a state uh, when I left it. No, it's on my horse. (laughs) Back there. You you have horses? (laughs) You can't eat those horses. (laughs) You You can get back to town. There's more of these things in the woods. Wait, what did you say? You There's more? more? Yes, uh, there are. There are more. I have seen them in the woods. Uh, some of them are boar. Some of them are wolf. Uh, it's terrifying. I don't know where they're coming from. Perhaps we should go investigate this at the inn. And she shakes her head. She says, I'm not going back there. Oh, but they have, like, the nicest parry and punch. <laughs> nice. Way too hot for me, Tien. I'm not going back there. <laughs> Friends, we, we seem to have a little bit of a problem. I feel that there, we are wasting time if we do not pursue this, and yet I kind of nod at the woman. What do we do about her in the meantime? We cannot send her back on our horses. We cannot se- send her back and hope that nothing happens. But is bringing her also a good choice? How many of these uh, chains do you have? She starts to get a little wide-eyed at this conversation. <laughs> oh, that's, unfortunately, I only have the ones. I have rope. I have lots of rope. <laughs> yeah, we, uh, we keep her like this. She come with us. She <laughs> says, I'll go back with you, but I won't set foot inside that inn. Why? Were there children in there? She sort of cocks her head, and she says, well... Uh, I had been staying there for a while. I I do so love the spirits that they have to offer. And I was there uh, as a sort of vacation on my own, trying all of the spirits they have to offer. But uh, yes, uh, some children did come through. They were traveling together, uh, part of um, some band. Uh, They had a a strange uh, tutor with them. Uh, a small uh, halfling, smaller than your friend here, and she motions to Tian. He had one eye. It was very curious, uh, and only three fingers on his left hand. And uh, everyone was calling him Erlar. He and the children, though, they, uh, they went along their way, as far as I know. One morning, they were just no longer found. I assume they left. You don't think something happened to them? You don't think that they're rats, do you? Weren't we asking you? I, d- I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I didn't know this was a thing that was happening there until days ago, and then I left ah, immediately. You were too busy being a spiritual person. I, I have a taste for spirits. Yes, it is true. Uh, I love I, the fact we're hanging out with a party girl where we're at. <laughs> Fifth, I know you don't want to go back to this inn, but uh, it seems we have no choice. So, Tien, you might get a chance to have your punch after all, but... Yes, don't drink the magma. We should be careful about what we take in in this inn. Dead no. 
I couldn't fight for a day. <laughs> yes. You tried that once. It didn't end well. <laughs> Worst day of your life. So back to the horses, yes? Yes, let's get out of these trees. Before we get back to the horses, could I look over the, uh, the, the no longer living elves? The one that's got a head and the one that doesn't have a head. <laughs> so you would like to search their pockets and that sort of thing? Yeah, try to find any distinguishing marks. Look for. I want to look at their scar, too, or if they have a scar, things like that. So they do both appear to have scars. One was bitten, it looks like, on the forearm. The other one, it looks like, was uh, bitten right uh, on the back of the neck. Together, they are carrying... 28 gold pieces and one silver piece <laughs> and one silver piece uh, yeah and it is it all is gold. all gold uh, <laughs> that they happen to be carrying on them i'm gonna give that to the treasurer sam's this is for you <laughs> they are each carrying a pack of dried meat with them with the inn's stamp on it. It does not have the inn's stamp on it, no. But it does appear to be green. That's what's weird about it. It's green meat. In player, I'm starting to be creeped out by this dried meat. <laughs> How much gold did you say it was? Since uh, I am, which I am totally fine with being the treasurer. I'm <laughs> 28. 28 gold pieces, okay. You can tell a lycanthrope because they say, keep the change. Ah, <laughs> uh -huh. oh. Green meat, is that something that we've seen before or is this just spoiled dried meat it's not spoiled it looks okay. like it is green is its native color from the soylent factory that's a little too exotic for my taste can i insight or history this or or wisdom check it or uh, something you could nature it um, i could nature it mm -hmm. I, I have survival so that's yeah almost you can nature. do survival if you want all right yeah nature right. that i got i got a proficiency with that i just know it's green because i get rolled a seven so okay it is yeah. This meat is green, Sam. Yeah, you think it's probably safe to eat. Nobody really knows where this is or, or what it's from. Yeah. I'm just going to take it. I'm not going to eat it because I'm not really hungry. And <laughs> and it's green. We just, yeah, we just dealt. Well, that's not it. We just dealt with were rats <laughs> and one, one bit my armor. And I'm like, eh, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. We'll wait. <laughs> do do gotcha. they look similar? Like, do they look like brothers or something? Or are they just like... Totally no, they both have the dress of a typical Talion and woodsman. They look like they were lumberjacks. All elves look the same. I was going to make that joke. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, racism. <laughs> oh, okay. oh, racism. Okay. Uh, I'm going to say that we mount up then and just to get this show on the road. Excellent. So you guys head back to your horses. And when you come back to your horses, there is a unicorn what? standing next to them, which is crazy. It's a large, majestic horse with one huge spike sticking out of its head. It is pure white. The sun almost reflects off it like fresh snow. And as you approach, you can see it is sort of pawing the ground near your horses, and it bends down toward all of you almost like a bow and a show not of supplication but of peace to let you know hey i'm not here to fight i bow i bow as well i'm i'm uh, i'm in awe actually 
how, how am I going to tell stories about the time I fought a unicorn if it doesn't want to fight? <laughs> <laughs> You're not. I, I'm going to start bowing TM for him. <laughs> as, he's, as he's mumbling this under his breath. I look at Agda. The, the sky dragon smiles upon us. Oh, nice. <laughs> I defeated an Inspiration for you. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> and you hear in your heads, the unicorn says telepathically, present your favored weapon. Oh, I like this. I immediately draw a scimitar and I hold it out and I'm still bowing before the unicorn. I pull out my light crossbow. Mine's going to be funny because I'm going to be really bummed <laughs> out after what I think happens is going to happen. So the symbol of the deity that I pray to, correct me if I'm wrong, James, Zelty. Zelty, yes. So I hold out a dagger and a bag of coins. Nice. That's awesome. <laughs> I was going to say, Morgan, you sure you don't want to pull out that silver <laughs> coin? <laughs> I am going to draw my longsword, actually, in, instead of my rifle, just because I f feel like my rifle's already got stuff going on. All right, so the unicorn walks over and touches its horn to each of your items presented. For our three fighter friends, each of the weapons you have presented becomes a plus one weapon. Oh, yay. Oh, Should have presented yeah. my hands. <laughs> <laughs> plus one to attack and damage and uh, magical for the sake of overcoming damage reduction fantastic for Agda when your bag of coins and your dagger are touched you can feel this power surge through you and the dagger becomes covered in silver this becomes a holy symbol that what is your domain neil the one i selected is the knowledge domain so you feel that the unicorn has blessed you with the energy to heal better and anytime you cast a healing spell you get to add two plus the level of the spell to the healing restored to the hit points restored essentially Awesome. So, and if you cast a spell, like if you cast Cure Wounds as a second level spell, you would count it as a second level spell for the sake of this ability. And now instead of a bag of gold coins, I have a bag of silver coins. I'm really bummed, <laughs> really bummed out. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Uh, and Neil, if you don't have inspiration, certainly inspiration for, uh, for that choice. Pretty baller. And then the unicorn walks by all of you once more and touches her horn to your heads. And you can feel a, a magical energy course through you. You are connected to the magic of the universe. As if something special might happen should one of you expire. I feel connected to the magic of the universe. What was that? <laughs> that was fantastic. <laughs> um, Australia's got everything cool. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> He didn't even put an effect on that. That was just him. No, that's just my voice. That's that's the Australian accent. <laughs> yep. It's what happens when your toilet water flushes the other way. It's yeah. Just... <laughs> and everything wants to kill you. Yep. <laughs> and then the unicorn turns and starts to trot off into the distance. I get up and I like put my hand out. Like all of a sudden, I'm just like, wait, what is your name? We must tell others about this amazing event. 
Unless, you know, you don't want us to, in which case we won't. <laughs> but, you know, it'd be great if we could. Especially if you could, like, just tell people that we did fight and I was really good at it. Because then I can tell people that I, I fought a unicorn. That'd be, that'd be great. It, again, if you're okay with that. She turns and says, my name is Ardellis. Ardellis. The word sort of echoes in your mind. And then she says, please rid us of the scourge that is poisoning the land. And then she trots off. Qualifying question. Did she touch on Miss, Miss Ratty Party Girl or no? She did not touch on Miss Ratty Party Girl. Gotcha. But she did not distinctly avoid her either. Well, that's, that's something. Mm-hmm. As I kind of whisper under my breath, Ardellus, like the name of the unicorn, I'm just going to kind of look around and then look at the girl and go, what is your name? She says, oh, my name? Uh, I am uh, Betra Closo. Betra Closo, the rat party girl from the Returnity. Well, I mean, I'm, I, I am an enthusiast, a spirits enthusiast, I would say. I, well, it did, didn't work out for you this time. <laughs> so do you guys want to mount up and head in the direction of the Dromedas Inn? Yes. Absolutely. Would it be yeah. best to put Betra on Tien's horse, since he probably weighs the least? Yeah, pro- I think that's a good idea. We'll sw- I'll switch uh, her manacles to her hands so that it's easier for her to ride with full intent to switch them back (laughs) once we stop riding excellent got it so we'll just assume that happens as we're riding along maybe i'll uh whisper through the high speeds of these horses to uh sam and say perhaps maybe you put a silver coin inside the manacles when you put some back on just in case Mm. yes i like that idea (laughs) i mean i don't know if it burns their outside Is it like Gollum skin? with uh We could probably <laughs> ask Agdar about this. <laughs> so, Agda, you would know that uh, you need to be, like, stabbed with silver. Just handling silver, while it's uncomfortable for lycanthropes, uh, doesn't actually do any damage. You need to have somebody. Uh, I wish I picked to be a silver dragonborn. <laughs> <laughs> it, has to, it has to be sort of inside... Does that include, like, the inside of the eyelid? Ah. Uh, mm. I've still got that coin. <laughs> interesting, interesting technicality. I'll say yes. It does include the inside of the eyelid. That was a smart idea, Fifth, but unfortunately, it seems it would not work. So we'll say that uh, it's getting on towards the evening by the time you reach the Dromedas Inn. Our adventurers have reached the Dromedas Inn, but what answers lie for them inside? Find out in part three of The Rat Den.